Welcome to the Facilitating an Extraordinary podcast. This is Travis Lozier, and I am joined today by special guest, Tammy Dye. Tammy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Travis. So, Tammy, you know, how long have we, and I asked this question to Jan the other day, how long have we been talking about this podcast, do you think? Um, well, when you, when you think about it, Travis, and, and you joining our organization, we've been a good solid year looking at um, putting together podcasts, trying to reach clients and potential organizations in another way. So I think at least a good year. Yeah, well, that was a test. Jan said exactly a year, and that's exactly what I was thinking that we've been talking about starting this Facilitating Extraordinary podcast for a year. So it's really great that we're actually here today um, talking um, to you in particular about, you know, what's your role in Jordan Johnson? How did you get started and you've had an incredible background professionally. You haven't always been the chief strategy officer for Jordan Johnson. So part of today uh, for our audience is just, you know, helping people get to know you a little bit better. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and um, what led you to Jordan Johnson? Wow. There's, um, it's to get to the point that led me to Jordan Johnson, I'm going to share a little bit about my personal journey along the way. Um, I am a master's prepared nurse by background, so started at the bedside, um, traditionally went into management level roles. Um, and about 2007, um, I went into executive senior leader management. I had been in nursing management, and moved up at organizational level management. And nursing in our organization was on a magnet journey. So as I became responsible for organizational excellence, not just nursing excellence, I started looking for something that would drive the organization a framework like magnet was for nursing excellence. And I kept coming back to, or the research led me to the Baldridge process. Um, I live in Indiana, and in the state of Indiana, we did not have a state-level program, so there was really no um, education or knowledge or lots of information shared throughout our state. I explored the Baldridge process, brought that to our executive-level team, and their response was, sure, go make it happen. <laughs> that just, just that easy. Sure, yeah. Tammy, you go make it happen. Yeah. Um, and that started the organizational journey to excellence. So I was the chief quality officer at Schneck Medical Center in Seymour, Indiana. Um, we were the 2011 national recipient of the Baldridge Award. What was unique about Schneck's journey is we were the first small independent community hospital to be able to achieve that level of excellence. Um, so as you know, a key component of the Baldridge process is sharing. This whole component is driven to identify those organizations who achieve phenomenal outcomes with business-based processes and it's actually built into the law that you then have to share that with the rest of the nation. So 
part of our journey was the learning we got from those that were ahead of us who achieved excellence. But then when we became a 2011 recipient, I found myself as the process owner for organizational excellence, um, sharing lots of our information with the rest of the nation. Um, and that kept bringing me back to Jan Johnson. Jan was our organizational coach along the way. She was our partner that helped guide us to, um, in the beginning, help us understand the Baldridge language. I say you should get credit for being able to speak a foreign language when you look at some of the Baldridge criteria questions. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Helping us understand what the criteria is asking for, but more importantly, what she did was help bring us industry best practices to close those gaps. So she was our consultant along the last three years of our journey and was very personally involved with me as the owner of the process. Um, so after we were recipients, um, Jan would come back and kind of tap into me and say, I've got this organization that I think really could use your help. Can you come help this organization? So I would take my vacation days and you know you're a true performance improvement geek if you use your vacation <laughs> days to go help others on performance improvement journeys. So I would use some vacation days um, here and there and go help other organizations along the way on the journey. Um, and finally, I ran out of vacation days. And this was about after three years of helping Jan and she had really um, asked me a lot, are, are you ready to do this full time? Would you come join me and join my organization? Um, and I was at a point then in my executive career, I had a decision to make. Um, was I gonna continue down the one organizational path of excellence, or was I gonna branch out and stretch and help other organizations on their mission? Um, and as doors open and you prayfully ask, which direction you're being guided to. Um, I was clearly felt the push and the need um, to do this full time. So I officially then almost four years ago um, joined the business of Jordan Johnson and have been a key partner with Jan moving forward ever since. And I haven't taken a step and looked back at all. I have loved absolutely every single minute of every single client that we work with um, and enjoy helping them progress along their journey to get to the highest performance level they possibly can. Yeah, Tammy, and I, I think that's a great summary. And I think I probably speak on behalf of the, you know, hundreds of clients that you've been able to impact in making that what I can only imagine was a really difficult decision to, you know, do you stay where you've been? And, you know, like you said, you moved up the ranks from a bedside nurse to the executive level ranks. Um, so making that decision to go out and help as many other people, you know, on this similar path to excellence, um, I just say thank you because I know that I personally see it now that I'm working with you all, um, the number of clients and even individuals within these organizations that um, you're impacting, you're moving. Um, you know, recently I've joined a client with you and I can just give you this feedback that um, they, they trust and sometimes they don't even want to move without you. So um, this is a great decision and you're impacting so many other people now in, in this space. So, and isn't it interesting though, once you get turned on to the framework and, 
um, Baldridge that you can't look away, right? It's almost like you get, you're, you're hardwired to, you know, this criteria really works. I've seen it work. I've seen others use it and it works. And uh, it just, it makes perfect sense to use this, but it's not always about the, the criteria or the framework. Would you, would you agree with that? That um, that's just one small piece of what we do at Jordan Johnson, correct? And I, when I explain people and I say, when, when you say the Baldridge process, and you are absolutely right, um, organizations, if they go into this journey to win the award, I have never seen an organization, there has not been one, accomplish that level of excellence because of the award. So I say there's the Baldridge process of answering the questions and filling out an application. That's probably only about 10% of what we do. And Travis, I'm so glad you asked that question. That is a the key reason I um, transitioned out of a 17-year career as a senior executive into helping other organizations um, is because if it was just that little piece of the puzzle, that's not incredibly self-fulfilling and self-rewarding. What Jan did for us was help us close those gaps. So my career decision to align with Jordan Johnson was because about 80% of what we do is helping people get better and helping them improve. And that's what's very self-rewarding for me. Um, so the true Baldridge component piece is a very small piece of the work that we do in helping organizations move forward. And that's why we say we truly have a partnership. You know, your comment, they, they look to us. I know that was part of what I saw is they look to Jan for her guidance and her input and, and they, they partner with us at a high intense level. Um, it's not just someone, um, answering a bunch of questions for them. It's, it's a true, when we, when we partner with organizations, it's usually for a very long-term commitment. Yeah, that, that's great, Tammy. And I was just sitting here reflecting and thinking about, you know, it's almost like six degrees of Jan Johnson. When, when, and I know you've been with, with Jan and the organization for, you know, many years. And I'm, I'm really new still but when you think about the number of organizations that Jordan Johnson's been able to impact and actually even make it to the podium um, and receive the award, and to your point, it's not about that. They've been on a path to excellence. Um, that's a significant number of organizations, and it is that trust and the partnership, and it's almost like a family atmosphere that I think I've loved about Jordan Johnson and, and joining you all this year um, is that we're deeply committed to the success of these organizations in a way that I've never seen um, some consulting organizations commit to. So it's, it's really fun work and it is meaningful work. What, what would you say you love most about connecting with our clients? Um, is there a few things that you just, you know, you just absolutely love? Well, and I think um, all of us have um, our strong suits or um, our assets that we bring to the table. And, you know, you, you mentioned the award. It's not about the award. The fulfilling part 
when organizations are on the podium, it's a validation of the level of excellence that they've been able to achieve. So that's really what it's all about. And I think about what is my favorite part of those pieces of the puzzle. Um, when I, I, I enjoy doing a lot of work with the leadership, senior leaders in the organization and around strategic planning um, and helping the organization move forward. So when I look back and at the aha moments and what I reflected on, on senior leaders in most organizations that I have worked with, when we walk in, what we find is phenomenal leaders doing phenomenal things. Um, but we find that they are doing those in very siloed, isolated areas of functionality. Um, and part of what I enjoy most is opening up some of those lenses, cleaning some of those glasses, and transitioning that executive level team from phenomenal leaders doing phenomenal things to phenomenal organizations. Um, and that's hard because what's got, and again, part of my own personal experience, what allowed you to achieve that level of excellence, you almost have to undo and break down your personal career path and organizationally transform yourself at that executive level. And one of the, one of the key eye-opening moments for us is we had a mission and a vision, and that was to be an organization of excellence. Um, and one of the questions that was asked to us along the journey was everyone get out a piece of paper and everyone write down what your definition of excellence was. When we started this journey, not one senior leader had the same definition of what excellence was for the organization. When our organization achieved um, the recognition at a national level, every employee could define what excellence was in our organization. And when I go into organizations and help with that transformation um, and help the senior leaders put on organizational hats and not just their functional hats, um, that's the beginning, I think, of a transformation, of a true transformation of an organization um, where it's a sustainable future for that organization and is not dependent on just around phenomenal people doing phenomenal things. Yeah, that's great, Tammy. That, that's, that's extremely rewarding and, um, and meaningful. And I jotted down, I, I love that soundbite that you said, helping, you know, leaders go from, you know, extraordinary leaders to extraordinary um, organizations. And that's what, um, you know, in a lot of ways, that's what performance excellence is about. So there's been a lot of people you can tell that, that's influenced you probably personally and professionally. Who, who would you say has influenced you the most as a leader? When I think of a leadership role, a lot of individuals can go back to their roots, um, their beginnings, whether it's family, coaches, um, that instill that basic leadership potential. But when I think of my career path of leadership, um, I had an executive early on who she was very influential for me. Um, she was incredibly demanding. 
um, liked detail and perfection. But the one thing she was coaching me as I became a new leader. She and her comment that stood out to me forever, which I used then as I was coaching many of my directors, many of my leaders, was her comment was, it's, it's not about spilling the milk, it's how you clean it up. Um, so the leader that was the most influential to me gave me the freedom and the flexibility and the autonomy to fail or spill milk but then fully expected you to circle back around and then solve the problem or put processes in place that would prevent that problem from ever happening again. Um, so that would, to me was a perfect balance of giving you an, enough flexibility to move forward um, and giving permission to fail, but making sure that that failure was learned from and prevented from happening again. Yeah, so I, I love that. I jotted that down too. It's not about spilling the milk. It's about cleaning up. And I think, you know, when you have leaders like that in your life, um, it's almost, you almost feel like you can't fail as looking at those opportunities as cycles of learning and cycles of growth and cycles of improvement. Um, I, I think that, you know, being surrounded by that and those types of leaders is probably one of the best gifts that, that we can have as professionals. And um, I see you role model that uh, for others, for me, for um, clients. And how do you set them up to successfully experiment and learn um, and grow? And I think that's, you know, that, that's the definition of, of a great leader. One of the um, one of the most challenging things I have had to learn along my leadership pathway with with the people I've I've led and now transitioning to the organizations, one of the most challenging things is to allow people to make mistakes and to allow them to fail. It's like your toddler. If you never allow them to fall down, they're not going to learn to walk. So as coaching organizations, when you see the path they're going down is not the optimal path, um, allowing them enough freedom and flexibility to try something and being there to guide them when at the end of the day, you know, it's not going to work, right. <laughs> but that's lessons they have to learn for themselves. And there's no shortcuts around that. There was no shortcuts for me personally as a leader. There's no shortcuts for organizations. Um, you have to go down that path of trying things and failing and learning from them. That's just as important as being successful. Yeah, that's beautifully stated, Tammy. And, you know, at, We've all been there. I think sometimes the best lessons that we've learned has, you know, unfortunately been the hard way. And I think that's the way, um, you know, sometimes we have to learn, we have to grow. And organizations go through those same cycles of growth and learning as well. This is going to be the toughest question I probably asked you, Tammy, but what, what would you say your greatest accomplishment has been professionally? You know, um, when I think professionally, I think um, I, I have a couple. Um, and being the process owner for our organization, going down the Baldridge journey, and being able to accomplish um, the level of excellence 
that we were able to accomplish at a national stage is for me, one of the highlights of my professional career. Um, and, and the process is about the results that the organization achieved. When you look at when we started some of this, using this framework as a business guide, we were pretty good compared to average. Um, when we started comparing ourselves to the best of the best, um, we weren't as good as we thought we were. And when we started measuring and analyzing the right data, and I could tell you the stories of lives that were saved because we think differently and we worked differently, it, part of it is about satisfaction and being able to meet your customers' needs and expectations. But at the end of the day, it's about the quality of your product. And if you're in healthcare, your quality of your product is the ability to save lives. If you're making vehicles, the quality of your product is making safe vehicles. So this framework, it's not about the business that you're in. It works for every business entity that's out there. Um, but I am most proud about the lives of the people that were cared for in the organization um, where I worked. Now that's transitioned to when I look at the results of the organizations that I'm coaching or partnering with and the difference that they're making in the communities and the people that they serve, um, I think I was almost more excited, at least as excited for my organizations that I am coaching or partnering with achieving um, the National Baldridge Excellence Award as I was when I was the one um, in the middle of the journey. I bet, yes, yes, isn't that so true? Uh, and and I, I love the way you said that. It's, because this is the thing about Baldridge that I think I've fallen in love with too. Baldridge is really designed to help you achieve world-class performance. And the work that you help do and lead at Schneck, there's no question that you had a direct impact on saving lives and creating a better workplace for the people there in that community. And now you're doing that on a much larger scale across the nation. And hopefully through more of this ongoing dialogue that we have through podcasting and, and, and reaching more people, um, I think you can continue to have a significant impact um, on a large scale, Tammy. So. Um, Jan and I said this yesterday when we recorded our session, you know, as much as you have been able to accomplish professionally, personally, in some ways, it feels like we're just getting started with what we can really do. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, you know, part of, part of business excellence is, is reflecting on your own business, thinking about your mission and your vision and, and what you want to accomplish. And, um, you know, the work that Jan has done with all of her clients previously um, has been absolutely phenomenal. And as Travis, as you joined us, you bring a skill set that we know the organization needs to help impact at a much larger scale. Um, those that helped us how can we take that magnifying it and helping others? How can we touch more people and reach out? So the partnership is critical. The relationships are critical, um, but organizations right now need the tools. 
So everyone knows they need to do the same thing. That's that's the beauty of, I think, what we bring to the table, Jordan Johnson, is there's not one organization in this nation that does not have the same strategic plan. And people look at me kind of funny when I say that. And I said, I don't care if you're making widgets or if you're saving lives. Everyone wants an incredibly high quality product. Everyone wants their customers to be very satisfied with what they offer. Everyone needs a highly engaged and productive workforce, and everyone needs financial soundness and growth. I don't care what business you're in, every strategic plan says this is what you need. Um, the hard part is how do you make that happen? And I think that's where our team taps into resources that most consultants don't have. And that's why I chose to join Jan and, and talking with you, Travis, I know that's why you chose to join this company too, because there are lots of options out there of who we could align with. It's the work that we do to help people accomplish their strategy that's so rewarding. And that's where we're just starting to tap into um, what our potential is to impact at a more global scale. Yeah, well stated, Tammy. And I, I could not agree with you more. The, the scope and the impact I think that we can have um, on organizations is, is we're just getting started in a lot of ways. And I think that um, I'm excited to be a part of this team. I'm grateful every day, and I hope the people in the audience today that's listening to the podcast got to understand and learn more about you, Tammy, and your background and your contributions to performance excellence as a whole. I, I've noticed you didn't even mention your role as a national judge, and um, we could probably go on and record four or five episodes about your background, Tammy, but you're extremely humble. Um, but I do hope that this is the start of multiple episodes of where we can have discussions around, you know, wh what is strategic development, what's strategic planning, and really dive into some of those subject matter, you know, that, that subject matter. And you can share some of your expertise with our audience. And I, I think that that's the way we can continue to contribute on a much larger scale, scale is just, you know, sharing some of the knowledge that you all have accumulated over these years. I, th I think um, we've got something special here. I agree, Travis. And um, Jan and I both cannot be any more thrilled to have you join us as part of that senior team. Well, I'll tell you the same thing I told Jan. I said, <laughs> um, I'm extremely grateful and um this is like a dream come true for me. So I'm, I'm not going to wear out my welcome. <laughs> so, um, but thanks Tammy for this episode. Um, and we'll look for more episodes from you in the future, if that's okay. Great. Thank you, Travis. Thank you.